Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story, and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games With Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. The NBA season is kicking into gear and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting and combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out Same Game Parlay Plus. So, download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Thursday, March 16th, and it's the start of March Madness. Excited to be talking to all of you on Amazon Amp live at 7 a.m. West Coast, 10 a.m. East Coast every Monday and Thursday. Don't forget, we got the interview shows coming out on Saturday now as well. And as always, Jenkins and Jones is hosted by LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? Dragonfly Jones, aka Tyler. Hey everybody, how's it going? I'm Guardy B, aka Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Mike's fighting a, 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 a you know a migraine as well. This is the closest I've come to doing a podcast hungover. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm this trying is your to, flu I'm, game. <laughs> this this is it. No, the flu game was the one where I had to shit the whole podcast, and I fucking went Bob's Burgering out as soon as we were done recording. <laughs> and fucking John never stopped making fun of me about it. That might have been when I started taking fiber pills. Actually, that might have been the episode. I don't that, know. that was I'll force you into being healthier. <laughs> yeah, Bullying yeah, works, bull- people. Bullying works. Bully your friends into seeing doctors and be a healthy. That's a generally a good idea. Um, you know, we were just talking to jackson about his uh world-renowned art and he, you guys were talking tyler was talking about the key to making art is to commit to the bit and i have to say when you feel even like five percent off reading your friends twitter handles on your fucking shared podcast feels like the stupidest shit in the world <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just over here like my stomach hurts and I'm just like it's Dragonfly Jones aka my friend Tyler like I'm a total fucking idiot bro all of this shit is stupid I, I don't ever take for a second and I am getting paid the easiest money in my life to talk shit with my friends and thousands of people love it all of this shit is dumb bro Right. We were talking about how this podcast will be stupid. I'm like, what podcast hasn't been dumb? You know what I mean? Like, this right. is what we get paid for. You feel me? It's fair. Be silly. It's you know fair. I mean? There's Come usually on. a little more. Usually a little. I'll just warn all the listeners. There's usually a little more prep goes into being bro, okay. specific bro. kind of stupid that we are. Bro, people on Twitter will talk shit to me. You know, look, during little basketball arguments, they get their little feelings hurt or whatever. They're like, yeah, with your little shitty podcast. I'm like, bro. You think I'm gonna defend the honor of podcasts to you? Like, you think that hurts me? Like, (laughs) yeah, you really, you got me there, buddy. You know, right, right, you got me. (laughs) Um, All right. Speaking of uh, podcasts, while March Madness takes center stage this week, fellas, here at the Volume, it's Merch Madness. Just head to the Volume website and use promo code Merch Madness for twenty percent off all merchandise. From your favorite personalities at the volume. Uh, also, we're excited about this. If you want a chance to compete against Colin Cowherd and the rest of the volume, that's us, aka us, join our bracket challenge. Just head to Yahoo and find the group The Volume Merch Madness or type in bit.ly slash volume merch madness. Fill in your bracket. The top five finishers win free volume swag. And you could talk shit to us. Uh, celebrate the big dance with merch madness all month long. There we go. Did I do a good, Jackson? Is it good? It was great. Awesome. Merch Madness. It's Merch Madness, baby. Merch Madness. <laughs> get it, get it. All right. Today is Thursday. It is the start of uh, March Madness uh, for real. Uh, gentlemen, have you cleared the schedules? Are we just on the, the three of us just on the couch by coastally all day watching basketball? What are we doing? What's the plans? Eh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have the TV on as a little background noise. I used to be so into this. Like when I was working in the offices and shit, like I would take these days off, bro. Like like that Thursday and Friday, I had that penciled in every year as like some PTO days. But now it's just, you know, background noise, basically. Wait what till I the would, game is interesting. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. I'll do the same thing. But yeah, back in the day, though, I, I would be at work, but my door would be closed and locked and I'd have my headphones on. So I would be clocking in because I didn't want to waste the PTO time. But nobody would know that I was in there. So I might as well have not been at work. Somebody knocking the door. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Le you know what I mean? LeJethro's not in today. You feel me? I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for that. It's, I will say I've never watched less college basketball than I have this year. Like I've not watched w- literally one minute of a game that I wasn't paid to um, cover this year. So it's like I know a couple kids at UCLA – I've heard about the stuff happening in Alabama. That's basically it. Like I'm just going in like a cold plunge, completely knowledgeless. I'm, I'm basically Charles Barkley. I'm just going in like Charles Barkley. Like here's some games. I'll learn about the teams. Someone had a great tweet yesterday. They said, uh, it, you know, it's March Madness when I'm yelling at a college basketball team I've never watched before. Run your uh, stuff. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, the sense, yeah, right. <laughs> bro. Did you see the Amari Bailey file? Did you see that? Yeah. Like, like I was, I was. So did you see it, Tyler? No, I didn't. There was a dunk that Amari had, where like, bro, just body to body bang. If anything, it was a foul on the defensive player. The 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 ref calls it offensive foul. You know what I mean? Like he, I mean, it was it was like it's one of those fouls where it's like, please get this motherfucker away from the game. You know what I mean? It it was such a, a bad he called a call. Mid-air, it, he called a mid air offensive foul. The guy body body, like the dude jumped <laughs> with him. 
Bro, it felt racist. I know it was. <laughs> it, it was so bad that it was like, there has to be racism here. You know what I mean? Like, it was such a bad call, dog. And that made me feel like, bro, like, as much as, like, as, as serious as I used to take it, none of this should be taken seriously. Because the, the basketball's not that good. The refing is even worse. You know what I mean? But we're all going to tap in. We haven't watched the game. And I'll, I guarantee I'll be yelling at a, a, a few of these motherfuckers. At a 19-year-old. Yeah, you're right, yeah. right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. know, so, man, yeah. It's, Get into that, your system. Right, right. Run some O. <laughs> Run some O. You know what I mean? <laughs> Call out the screens. Get in his stance. Get in his stance. One stop, motherfucker. Don't settle. For, don't settle. Don't get to the rack. Right, right, I, I will yell, get to the right. rack in my fucking right, house right, by right. myself at least 30 times this weekend. Right. <laughs> um, oh, all right. Let's talk a little NBA. Um, I know you guys both have an appreciation for Steph Curry. And the difference between who he really is and what his image is to some of being this like very nice, polite gentleman of a light-skinned nature. Uh, and I know that you guys both see him as I see him, which is one of the most nasty, competitive dudes. You know, never, never dirty, but an absolute supreme shit talker. And boy, did he unload one on fucking Chris Paul this week. He said... It ain't 2014 no more for really no reason that he did that just to plant the seed in his head, I guess, before the playoffs. But what did you think of uh, of Steph feeling back to clearly feeling back to playoff form as we get ready for the, the playoffs? I love shit talking Steph. I don't know why people want to, you know, clean up his image like he's some church boy who doesn't talk shit. I love shit talkers. Steph is really good at talking shit. And the thing about Steph is he's the type who talks shit after he busts your ass, right? Like, I respect that type of shit talking. You know what I'm saying? It's for him to just to just hurl that insult at, at that geriatric man, Cliff Paul, who is in the <laughs> twilight of his career, and to just call back to the golden days of that man's life when he was a peak player when he was better than Steph and to just let him know that bro it's a new day you ain't what you used to be I'm still that dude like I loved it man and for one I'm not gonna feel bad for Chris Paul because Chris Paul for sure was was talking some big shit to, to Steph when when you know Chris Paul was on top in that robbery I'm positive so you know like we talked about before the pendulum always swings back baby some good old-fashioned ageism. You know what I mean? <laughs> love, to, love to see it, dog. Back to my roots. No, bro. I mean, dog, like, I mean, Steph, when he's talking shit, he's the most fun. You know what I mean? Like, dude, the ring celebration, the game before they actually won the fucking ring. You know what I mean? Like, bro, that's fun. That's, I mean, like, dog, like, him, like, I, I just, I just... Him being a church boy, like that's not that's not what he is. He is a fucking demon on the court, okay? And that's his best attribute. It's that he'll do something to you that nobody else can do, and then he lets you know that he did it to you and that nobody else can do the shit. You feel me? And it's just so weird how they try to like I, I guess people want to to feel like, you know, like I think Steph's a guy that they said like we can we can do what Steph does. You know, he's a little guy. He's right. you know, he, no, he's six three. He can fucking deadlift four hundred five pounds. There's nothing normal about him. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 it's he's not. You can't mimic that. And the fact that he lets people know all the time and people ignore that. Why? Lean in. He's a fucking villain on the court. I love that shit, bro. 
Yeah, and they look a little scary, bro. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I don't, I, I, don't know. I mean, I they, obviously they still have major holes. They definitely need, you know, I don't. They're, they're not, they're not winning anything without Wiggins. But it definitely is like, what's so fun about Steph and Clay in that offense is they've got the puncher's chance, right? You just like you've seen that in these games that they pulled out recently. It's like, I don't know, man. That that dude, once he starts talking shit, I just look at that dude and I'm like, I I don't, you know, I'm not a gambling man, but it's like I don't I don't would not bet against that dude, bro. I just and then Clay, Clay had 30, I think, in the first half of that game. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, I mean, the the Warriors, as much as I rooted against them, they're fun to fucking watch. You can't ignore that. We talked yeah. about that shit with uh with with with. Uh, an interview with, that's with Langston, up. with Langston, with Langston coming right, out on right, Saturday, exactly, yes. exactly. So, whenever we see a glimpse of that, hell yeah, I'm tapping in, bro. Fuck you, I, man, that was the best basketball we've ever seen. <laughs> Langston Kerman is like the nexus of so many inside jokes at this point. Like I've been calling everything, I've been using the phrase "silly Billy" so much <laughs> since we interviewed Billy. Langston. <laughs> he made "silly Billy" cool. You don't use a "silly Billy," Adrian. He was like, yo, really? silly, yo, silly Billy ass. Like, oh, he'll say he that shit. Like he's talking yeah, to, yeah, you yeah, feel yeah, me? Okay. Yeah, he, silly Billy head ass. He, he niggas it up. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, right, right. It, it doesn't feel like silly Billy when it comes out of his mouth. I've been calling mean? Maya a silly Billy since we talked to Langston. It's like, I you're just being it. a little silly Billy. That's fun. That's fun. <laughs> That's fun. But no, man, we, when, when Adrian says silly Billy, it feels like you feel like, damn, am I being a silly Billy? <laughs> I don't want to be a silly Billy. <laughs> <laughs> you really so, got to yeah. check. You really, you really got to check. Yeah, you. Feel uh, but 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 to go back to the whole Steph thing, I feel like I will never understand. I mean, because the whole you know Steph is so humble. You know that was all from people who wanted who are Golden State fans who are Steph fans and wanted Steph to be universally loved and you know adored and all that. I will never understand fans who want everyone to love their favorite player or love their favorite team. It's so much more fun when your favorite team or favorite player pisses people off. It really is. I enjoy it way more. Like, we just saw, I don't know if y'all saw this clip with Monty Williams complaining about Giannis last night. Did y'all see that shit? Mm-mm, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. yeah. He, he basically said, well, you know, Giannis, he's just out there running into us all the time, and, and he's going to the line all the time, and Booker only had three free throws. And people are like, yeah, Giannis, that's all he does. He runs into people. I'm like, bro, as a Giannis fan, I love seeing shit like that. That man is out there punishing you, and you are crazy. Crying in public, <laughs> like like I love calling it. the cops, yeah, calling you are the calling cops, bro. the cops on this man. <laughs> you snitching after games. He's just running into us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, I'm I'm not out there to, to defend. Oh, you're selling Giannis way too short. He's way more skilled than. No, I love it. Cry because there's nothing you can do about it because he is literally out there punishing y'all. Yeah, right. Let's He's a bully, and, and, and Steph is too. Steph is a bully. You know what I'm saying? Steph is bullying people on the basketball court. He bullies CP3. Went through him for an and one, and it tells him it ain't 2014 anymore, nigga. Old nigga. You know what I mean? Retire. Nigga, take your, bro, why are you here anymore, old man? I do I do want to say, did you guys see the clip that uh, I assume Jackson cut together of Draymond talking about Steph talking shit to CP3? Mm-hmm. No, That's the most 2023 that. shit ever. I'm talking shit on you, and my homie has a rollout of the behind the scenes of me talking <laughs> shit about you. Like, damn. <laughs> hey, so, hey, did a we drop that on the on volume network? He just, it was like Draymond was hyping it up and he was like, that's the, you know, that's the coldest thing you could say to someone. You're like, this hasn't even been debatable for a decade that I'm better than you. <laughs> oh. 
But I was just like, damn, I, I thought it was a funny moment. But then it's like, here goes Draymond Hobbs on his podcast to like give you the annotations. What was so wild talk. about that shit is it made me feel old. I didn't realize 2014 was so long ago. I was like, damn, nigga, like 2014, that's almost nine years ago. Yeah. Nigga, like, damn. I was like, damn. Man, man, don't start thinking about fuck. that shit too much. <laughs> don't start damn, thinking about that damn, shit. Damn, Steph. Why you, dark what, what did I, what <laughs> yeah. did my old ass do to you? You know what I mean? My, 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 uh, my friend Ryan does that all the time. He's, uh, he's always on the lookout for, uh, like, we're closer to the release of Nirvana's Nevermind than that was to the Moonland. Like, he's always sending us shit like that. We're just like, fucking stop, bro. We know. <laughs> like, I'm talking about fiber on the fucking podcast. We know we're old <laughs> my knees are telling me every morning every joint is talking to me bro like it's crazy i know i'm old <laughs> all right uh y'all brought up Giannis. let's talk about uh the best player in uh in basketball uh shout out to t windish put these stats together he's added a good game uh, on top since then but i just thought this this stats summed up why i and i think some others uh feel the way we do about how the uh, MVP conversation has gone this year. Giannis in his last 20 games, 30.6 points, 12.1 rebounds, 5.9 assists, 60% from two, 37.7% from three, 19 and one in the last 20 games. Snatch that one seed. Um, isn't this a shit that's supposed to make us excited? Isn't this the shit we're supposed to be recognizing in the NBA that, but analytics, analytics, Guardy. The analytics. I, I, I get the. I, look, I'm not, I really don't want to turn it into a thing with Jokic. And the Nuggets are the one C two and everything. But like, what I said a couple weeks ago, or whenever we talked about it, is like this is the Giannis era, correct? Like that's how we will remember this period of time in the NBA. And so, I'm just. It, I, I've gotten to watch a bunch of these Bucks games. I love watching them play. I love everything about the way they play. And I. It's fun to watch that dude. And I love like Tyler said. I love watching people whine about it. he's just running into us or whatever. He took one step by someone at the fucking top of the key, and one step later, he's looking at the fucking middle of the backboard, <laughs> dunking the ball straight down, doesn't even touch the net. Like, that's not just running into you, bro. He's doing shit no one else in the world can do, and that's what's got me so excited for the playoffs. I do think at this point for me, I think I, I don't see anyone beating the Bucks four times out of seven if they're healthy. Yeah. I just don't see it personally. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think that the, you know, Jokic had a lot of distance in him in the MVP race, but I think as of, you know, recently, you know, the, the Bucks are 19 and one in their last 20. The Nuggets are on like a four game slide mm -hmm. where, you know, they've got had a 20 point loss to the Bulls. They lost to the fucking lottery bound Spurs. All right. I, I think that 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 the, the MVP race still it still might have some life to it. But yeah, I mean, Giannis is for sure the best player in the world. I don't think that's debatable. Um, But, you know, MVP isn't always about crowning the best player in the world all the time. Totally. So. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you. I, I the Bucks are for sure my pick to win it all this season. I think we are for sure in the Giannis era, and I'm very much looking forward to Giannis's postseason this year. Yeah, I think nobody. I think no team in the world is better than the Bucks. Nobody's better than Giannis. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think I don't. I don't like you said. I don't see anybody beating him in, in, in four times in a seven game series. Yeah. So yeah, I, but. there's actually one other stat I didn't add on there, which is that, and I, I went and looked this up. He he did he. Those stats were in 30 minutes a game. Yeah. He's so right, right, he's right. so thinking about the playoffs that he is coming into every game like we need to cut the head off and kick the body down the fucking hill so I can go rest for the second half and be healthy for the playoffs. Like that's his mentality every game right now. Is anybody even discussing him MVP? 
Has anybody brought that up? I haven't He's heard of many traction. people. Just, I agree. I, okay. I think Tyler's right. Like I've definitely okay, I haven't heard seen, anybody. But, but it's more so like the former players and stuff. I mean, that you know, uh, yeah. people can say they don't like bringing up the idea of racial bias and MVP voting all you want, but the, it's pretty clear if you follow a lot of ex players that there, there's some feelings about it <laughs> yeah i mean 19 and one 19 and one 30 points a game how he's doing it you know what i mean NBA best player champion. in the world NBA NBA, yeah, yeah yeah and and not getting this not not really being in a discussion outside of ex players like i haven't really heard it much you know what i'm saying with a lot of the talking heads you know i think that's i mean that's proof in itself when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year 100,000 mile limited warranty you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two, because as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. You find it. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. You call Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, you... he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big pop. They ran socks in 2004, bounced back after the 3-0 in a winner chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This March, take your first shot at college hoops with FanDuel Sportsbook and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right, just bet 20 bucks on the bracket and you'll land 200 in bonus bets win or lose. That's 200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to point spreads to that 5 versus 12 seed matchup you've been eyeing. Fellas, what are your bets you're looking at for this tournament, whether it's a, an early round game or who you think is going to win the whole thing? Um, I am for sure going to throw out something here that I am wagering with my heart and not my mind because I do not like Duke. So I am taking Oral Roberts, known to their friend, known to his friends as Blow Bob, in the upset over Duke. <laughs> I am going out on a limb and I'm saying 
the best player on the best team is going to take it this year. I'm, I'm saying Alabama's going to win it all. John going all the way out on a ledge and picking the one seed. To Watching win many good Bama teams blow it, they'll probably fucking blow it. But we don't know. And I've only watched one game this entire year. So <laughs> you probably should listen to me. But if you are, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> all that on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And FanDuel is now live in Massachusetts. Download the app and take advantage of their great specials, offers, boosts, and more. There's no better place to bet the tournament than FanDuel Sportsbook. Sign up today by going to FanDuel.com slash J&J. That's FanDuel.com slash J-A-N-D-J. And make every moment more with FanDuel all tournament long. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash Sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Dan Orlovsky, um, ex-quarterback, uh, ESPN, uh, ESPN <laughs> NFL uh, talking hey, bro, head. Pause. Did you yeah. see Tyler's face? Did you yeah, see Tyler's face when you mentioned the man? He yeah. is actually disgusted. But go ahead, go ahead. When go Tyler ahead. makes More that context. face, I, when Tyler makes that face, I automatically um, lengthen an intro by five to ten <laughs> seconds to let him inhale as much as he needs to, because <laughs> I know, and I, I, I should just point at Jackson like this is the clip. But <laughs> Dan Orlovsky, former quarterback, ESPN guy, but just loves going on Twitter and revealing stuff about himself that he does not need to reveal. Um, reveal that he goes 30 times using his towel getting out of the shower between washing it, which if you shower once a day, which maybe he does not, I, I don't know, <laughs> means you're washing your towels once a month. Tyler, your thoughts and why would someone choose to reveal this information about themselves? It's just... <laughs> It just feels like this is kind of like a quarterly event where where we get another glimpse into the wild world of Caucasian hygiene. They are full of surprises. You know, first they told us they didn't wash their legs. They did trickle-down hygiene in the shower. <laughs> then you tell us 30 times with the towel before you goddamn throw it in the laundry. Bro, 30 times. Like I, bro, that motherfucker is hopping out of the shower and into a petri dish. Like that motherfucker, <laughs> that shit got so much bacteria on it. It's it's probably sentient, like Doctor Strange's cloak. Like I am thirty times is absurd, bro. <laughs> How, bro? And you have to smell it, you dude. You're to. showering to be dirty again right after it. It makes no sense, bro. Like I I just don't understand it. And we all do nasty shit. You know what I mean? I think that it's just like, bro, like who, but he, I don't, I think he doesn't even know this is nasty. He can't, he can't. There's no way you know, like dude, 30 times is fucking insane to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I can, I can, I can smell, I smelled the towel when I read it. You know what I mean? And it's like, we all do that shit. We just don't say it. This motherfucker is so nasty. Like what is nasty to him? What is actually the shit that he's not telling us? You know what I mean? Is it actually 60 times? And he said, I'm going to turn it into 30 because just yeah, to, to make it digestible. To, you know what I mean? Like, turn it down. And, you know what I mean? Bro, like, what is he really doing? You know what I'm saying? That is, bro, that is insane, bro. 30 times. 
I regret that when we had Mina on, because she and Dan are close. I regret that when we had Mina on, we didn't ask for some inside Dan Orlovsky breaking news. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, does he is he brushing his teeth with butter or something? Like, what's going on <laughs> behind Damn. the scenes? Like, like John said, what isn't Dan Orlovsky sharing? What about is he withholding, habits? bro? <laughs> we need the FBI to get in there, dog. If this is what he's willing to share, you know what I mean? This man's a monster. <laughs> in real life it's crazy crazy and the trickle down hygiene tyler have you have you trademarked that that is beautiful <laughs> I'm republican hygiene i love it <laughs> we uh when we were on vacation last weekend Shar and i had a debate about what was what's the truest racial stereotype and the the as that that's our march so someone do that as a march madness bracket go ahead and do your different regions <laughs> our our championship game came down to white people's hygiene and then the permissiveness of white parents cuz it was a little kid on this fucking island who was not supervised for 2 seconds the entire time he was there just running up into people's lunches and shit on the beach. Like, someone control this little kid, bro. Oh, please. Telling her dad what, you know, telling the dad, like, no, we're doing this. It's just and it's like, Shar and I both just looking at the dad, like, could you fucking say something to your kid right Is now? Is that normal? Is out, that really bro. normal? Is that really normal? White kids, true white kids be your parents, bro. I, the first <laughs> time I realized that white kids run their parents, I was like eight or nine. I had a, a, a white friend, you know, who I made friends in school, and I went to, like, I, I was doing a sleepover at, at his place. And we were outside playing, and we come back in, right? And he comes in, and he says to his mom, he says, Mom, make me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and cut it in fours. And I'm just looking like, what the fuck just happened? Like, you like, ducked. Right? You ducked. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 I was just taken aback. I was like, wow, this is insane. But then I was like, hey, I, who am I to complain? You know, we about to eat some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> This motherfucker ate all four of those pieces in my motherfucking face. Ain't offered me shit. <laughs> didn't share nothing didn't with you. Didn't share shit. White he was a monster. Fuck, dog. But no, that's fucked up on the mom's part because it's not the kid's responsibility to share them squares. Why the fuck wouldn't she make one, another I don't know. one for if you? If I had it in my mind that that we were gonna share, I think that that is you can put some blame on the kid there too because I would share with mean, my friend. For I yeah, mean, for yeah, I mean, I, my mom course, would have been mad at me if I didn't share for with sure. My but but the thing is, like as a parent, I'm require I'm requiring that I'm gonna make sure that they're that they're sharing. And if there's not, I'm not letting a kid go home. She was with probably my so rattled, in my, though. But you she know, was so yeah. rattled that her boss had yelled at her. You know what I mean? She wasn't even <laughs> thinking about. She wasn't even Bro, thinking about Tyler. I'm trying to think point. of my white friends and how they operated. I feel like when they got mad, when they're getting grounded or some shit, they but like there was punishment involved. And the shit that they did, I don't. I didn't ever really saw a white person. I guess like boss their parent around. Like I think the dude's house I went to most oh, was, I probably, did. was probably <laughs> was probably was probably Bryce, but he was Italian. So like his dad say, right, gave him like, a look, and he was like, "You're, like, never, let's, you're let's, never gonna let's see get it, out like here. an Italian or a Greek okay, household." Okay. The, the what, what's the what's the Twitter term? The ethnic whites. <laughs> like, oh you're yeah. never gonna this, this, what's the, the spicy, spicy whites. <laughs> The spicy, the spicy whites. whites. <laughs> You're never going to see that in an Italian household. But yeah, man, we'd go to my friend's house and it would just be like, hey, you know, like it would be at a sleepover. Like, oh, hey, you guys make sure you go to go to bed by 10. Like, okay, cool. We're going to bed by 10. Mom, I want to, uh, we want to stay up and play video games all night. Like, okay, all right. Just, you know, be careful. Like, what? <laughs> that's not really, I mean, yeah, that's not really bossy though, I guess. But it's like not, it's the tone. Mom, make me it's peanut butter and jelly it's, it's, sandwich. It's exactly what Tyler said. If okay. he asks his mom for a peanut butter and jelly, it's different. It's the it's not 
hey, my friend's over. Could we stay up and play video games? It's telling your mom this is what we're doing. That was what was like always sort of unbelievable to me because that was not my my, my mom. My mom was not. I wouldn't say my mom was like a harsh disciplinarian in any way. Like when I was in, my mom was letting me take mental health days from school in elementary school, bro. You know what I mean? Like she was, she was a, ahead she was of a, her time. She was a player's coach, but I was never going to talk to her. Like I'm dictating to you what's happening. You know what I mean? <laughs> you asked before you took them. I, 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 I don't know. My, my mom was kind of strict, bro. I, I, I skipped school once and I asked her, you know, I'm like, can I just, you know what I mean? Like, I think well, there was, I mean, yeah, it, I, I skipped more than once. I think my senior, the senior, I got senioritis and I was like, yo mom, I'm not going to, I, I don't want to go to first period. Cool. You know what I mean? Like, so, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, didn't, I didn't see a lot of people, I don't know, I didn't see a lot of people doing that shit, bro. I thought that was like, I saw it on TV and it was wild to me there, but nah, man, I don't know. We have Maybe because where I, where I grew up too, like in the country. Like yes, I was saying, really, we have a string yeah. of um, white people in a certain affluent neighborhood of Long Beach who the parents are notorious for being the like, well, you could like smoke weed and drink at here so that I know you're not getting into trouble. You know what I mean? I knew people that did that. I wasn't friends with them though. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they my Creeps mom would, my mom would not. She wouldn't. She wouldn't <laughs> throw a house Dude, party like, when your parents are gone for the weekend, like a normal kid. <laughs> right, right, bro. <laughs> my mom was like going to people's houses before. Like she would go talk to the parent if I'm spending yep. the night. And there was one time where I, she went to like, one of my the, one of my friends I was talking that I was cool with. We went to the parent's house, and she was like, "You can co- you can come to the party." You're not spending the night. You know what I mean? Right. And I remember looking at the dad and the dad felt weird to me for some yeah. reason. My mom saw the same shit. And I didn't really think about that till I got older. You know what I mean? But she was like, yeah, yeah but yeah, my mom, yeah, she won't play none of that, that shit. That's a, that's a <clears throat> thing from parenting from my mom that I've definitely taken is I don't, nobody watches my kids for five minutes without me looking them deep into their fucking eyes. You their know what I mean? soul. You feel me? Right. It's like, you oh, you got, a, you got a music teacher at school? Cool. Well, like, when can I come by and talk? You know what I mean? Just and not like on some. This is what we do with my kid, but just some like I need you to know that this child is cared for, and if you do any fuck shit, <laughs> there will be consequences. The third eye, it has to clear that test, bro. And my nigga, family, I look at them the same too. Everybody, 100%, 100%. everybody. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, it gotta be that way, nigga. But hey, I'm looking at everybody the same way. You got to clear that, pass that test. You feel me? Um, all right, let's talk about, uh, we've been talking a little bit, I guess, about the two Americas, but, uh, Tyler, I just wanted your comment on two Americas, two Tom Joyners as well. I did not know that. Bro, they tweeted out that Tom Joyner died and I was like, oh man, I'm gonna have to have a difficult conversation with my mama today. But it was, it was a white Tom Joyner, some dude who did some shit on like Jaws, who was like, you know, some shit there. So Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, RIP to that man, but it has to be like really shitty when, you know, it gets tweeted out that you died and everyone's like, woo, thank God you weren't the other guy. <laughs> like, oh, damn, damn. I remember that. You're Tom Joyner's granddaughter. You're like, wow, my my grandpa, like I knew he worked in Hollywood, but this tweet has got 4,000 quote tweets on it. People must really <laughs> be paying tribute to, to Grandpa Tom. Nope. <laughs> and for nope, the people who don't nope, know, nope. Tom Joyner, um, I don't think he has his radio show anymore, but he was a fucking staple in the black community. He had a morning radio show. Oh, 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 it's the Tom Joyner morning, morning show. show. That, I hear that shit, and I go back to 
my mom driving me to school in middle school and shit, right? Like, it, it is nostalgia that just hits me in a really deep place. And it was a staple in so many black people's lives in this country. Bro, I remember growing up, we had, like, in a, in a house we had in middle school, there was, like, this old radio system that you turn it on and it would go in the in different rooms. And that's how my mom would wake me up. Like, she would t- turn on the Tom Joyner morning show instead of coming downstairs and be like, wake up. I, I slept in the basement. She'd just turn on that radio, and I just knew it was time to get up. I knew it was time to, you know what I mean? But, dog, yeah, I didn't I didn't know there was a another Tom Joyner. But, yo, rest in peace to that, man. I'm glad, you know, the, 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 the one that we're familiar with is doing well, though. And also, rest in peace to Bobby Caldwell yesterday. You know oh, what I'm saying? I didn't saying? see that. Passed yesterday. So, yeah, man, rest in peace to that, man, dude. Like, it was crazy. Like, we, I think we all realized he was white at the same time. We grew up on this man, and then we got on Twitter, and I think something dropped, and we was like, the fuck? Who, does, who is this nigga? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That ain't the, ain't the Bobby that I grew up on, you know what I'm saying? Like who's this? On Saturdays. Bob Caldwell. Right, right. This is, who's this, who's this, this Robert? Robert? Who's this Robert that, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is bullshit, nigga. Like, but nah, nah. I think he even played it to the joke and shit. So rest in peace to a real he, one, man. We grew um, up on this music. It was more than just a joke to him. It was a legit marketing tactic where he didn't want listeners to know he was white. Um, they said when he first, when he sent his first single, you know, Do For Love to radio stations, the cover yeah. was just a silhouette of him. It wasn't a picture of him. Yeah, it was. Wasn't yeah. he sitting on a, he was sitting on like a bench or something. Yeah, yeah. So Bobby Caldwell, he's up there with the, with, with the Tina Marie's, the Hall and Oates, the Michael McDonald's as far as, you know, our, our, our white play cousins out here in the music Bro. industry who black people love. Who's, is there, is there a song called Asia or something? Ada, like uh, Steely Dan, um, Asia. Steely Dan, I didn't know they was white either. You know, Steely what I'm Dan. I mean, the name kind of gets that. One. I, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't know the name. I just heard oh. the song, and it, and it was the one with like the Crimson Tide or some. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I what, don't know. What, but anyway, what, what do you guys think? Time. What was the last white song that was ex- that that is like as much a part of black music as it is of white music? <sighs> Oh, um, it's Bobby and BGs and shit. That's the only people that I really. I think like for the current generation of teenagers, if you play Party in the USA around any group of kids of any race, yeah. they all fu- they all go absolutely fucking apeshit for it. That's really the only one in like quite some time though that I could think of seeing like because when we were in high school. It was like, especially in Southern California, at least, it was like everyone was listening to, like everyone knew the No Doubt song. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there, there, it was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a little Everybody more cross pollination yeah. or whatever. But it doesn't really feel like that's the case recently, I guess. Yeah, what it's, reason? I, I mean, MTV was like the great unifier exactly. across cult, exactly. you know, racial exactly. lines yeah, back yeah. then for our generation. Like, yeah, you know, black kids were rocking out to No Doubt and Nirvana, and white kids were rocking out to fucking Dr. Dre and shit, you know? So. Yeah, we don't have MTV. People don't listen to the radio anymore. You know what I'm saying? So like, we don't have people planting these things in front of you. That you, you would get not what have the algorithm to. tells you. You're getting. And you <laughs> fucking like it. <laughs> but yeah, RIP to Bobby Caldwell. RIP to the white Tom Joiner. Gonna give some flowers to the black Tom Joiner. We appreciate you. We love you. He is a great philanthropist. He has put thousands of black kids through college. Like he does so much good work, man. Shouts to that man. That's I awesome. think an artist that maybe is as endeared by white people as black people maybe is it is is frank ocean is he is you think he's more endeared by white people than black people he's, frank he's ocean? up there i feel like that I, he's like up there. I, th- he made there i think i think i think he's i think he's, i mean he's he's more i mean he's a big artist but i guess he feels more niche 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's not like, you know, a Bobby that like was, you know, as big and that during this time period. Um, but yeah, like I think Frank is loved or be- beloved. By, yeah. You know what I'm saying? All by right. black, by blacks and whites, by, by the blacks and the by the whites, by the blacks and the whites, <laughs> the blacks. <laughs> yeah, Frank is headlining. Coach uh, oh, Frank. Head, so I, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. What, okay. what, let me. See, what does Jack say? He's our, cor- he's our, our coach, yeah. Coachella okay, correspondent Jackson is checked in to tell us that <laughs> Frank Ocean is headlining Coachella. Are are young. Our young our too, youth. like he he, he wouldn't know. Youth. Yeah, yeah. Our youth, Jackson. Are you a huge Coachella person? I could see that very clearly. I have been the last three years that it has uh, existed. Yes, I mean there was not- there was a COVID year in the middle there, but I've been to the last three that it's been a part of. The thing. <clears throat> yeah, you're at prime music festival age. I want no parts of that shit ever again in my life. Oh my You'll get god. here one day. Oh my god! Bro. And we oh, have something in bro. the water right here in Virginia Beach, which is a phenomenal fucking festival. You know, headed by Pharrell with all types of A-listers. And I want no parts of that shit, dog. Bro, Rolling Loud happened in LA. LA. I didn't know it. I just, I just saw it on YouTube. I'm watching like, you know, people perform on YouTube. I think my brother sent me a Cardi joint with him yelling over a, a great song he ruined. <laughs> Anyway, boy, whatever. But he said, you know what I'm saying? Like, Cardi is, he's jumped the shark, nigga. Golly, come back to us. But anyway, like, dog, yeah, yeah. Like, so I, I didn't even know they existed. And, bro, I, I went to the first Rolling Loud in Miami. You know what I mean? Like, bro, remember when we, bro, we would schedule our our years for the for the music music festival we were going to, Tyler. Remember that shit? Yes. We like, went that to, was like. We went to three South was, by Southwest festivals. I came out there yep. for the. I came out Buku. to St. Louis for the festival that had Outkast performing. Right, shit. right. We went to Buku in New Orleans. You mm-hmm. feel me? They had the motherfucking um. I don't know if you came with us in my uh to Made in America, but nigga, we was bro. My broke ass was scrounging up change. You know what I'm saying? To to, to in order to make it to 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 festivals and shit. And now just the thought of going to one makes my stomach hurt, bro. You know what I mean? All bro, these people in this loud music. Concert, I don't want any parts of it. You feel me? Like, no, right, 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 dog. Gee, I know I'm yeah. old as fuck because as as bad as, as as much as I'm looking forward to seeing Beyonce this summer, I am dreading like, you know, the fucking parking and then commuting. Getting out. Oh, my. Yeah. I think about that, all, I, bro. Like as soon as I, get, I'm like, damn. Like, can, I, like how can we finagle getting out a little? I mean, I, I wouldn't mind missing a few songs just so I wouldn't be spend another hour in a parking lot. You know what I'm saying? But like, bro, I'm listening to like Blue Mitchell and shit, bro. I'm listening to straight jazz. I am old, bro. You know what I mean? I almost listen. To, I mean, I, I listen to Nudie in the gym and shit. You feel me? You know what I mean? You listen yeah, to more that, young person music than any other old person I know. But I'm balancing it out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm balancing yeah, yeah. it out with more jazz than I did y'all, at one point. Y'all saw you know I mean? uh, Jamie Lee Curtis had that comment that was like, "Why don't bands do matinees?" She was like, "I don't want to see Coldplay at 9 p.m. I'll go see Coldplay at 1 p.m. on Sunday." Like hell yeah, <laughs> hell like yeah, good ass time. Perfect. Have that, that shit, day have party that shit, shit in a park too. Open air space for everybody <laughs> like a 1 p.m right, right. park matinee that will be fucking perfect bro we uh it's a it's a singer songwriter Sharon and i've been listening to since college who uh is going on tour for the first time since covid and he's officially acknowledged that we're all old now he's playing at the will turn um in the fall but there's gonna be seats He's never, like, it's never been, you know what I mean? It's always been a, like, he's been, like, a club guy where you show up and it's, like, everyone's standing around at the Wiltern or whatever. But I texted Char, like, in the middle of her work day and was, like, we're going to be able to sit down. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Crazy. 
That's hey, a game one young changer. nigga, one young nigga who's tight is Jordan Ward. Though y'all should tap in with him, Jordan Ward. He's a, he's 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 kind of uh, uh, he's, he's I think, jazz I don't, I don't dude. Know. What's he saying? No, nah, like? he's not jazz. It's like it's it's more it's more R and B. It's more R and B. You know what I mean? Like it, it has it's more chill vibes. But he got some dope, dope shit that the the olds can get down to. You know what I mean? Can get with. You feel what I'm saying? Jackson, have you heard of Jordan Ward? I have not. Oh, okay, okay. Man, I feel like you know, maybe you I'm go. still <laughs> maybe I still got it, boys. I have to check it out. <laughs> maybe I still got it. Uh, all right, before we get out of here, uh, really surprised at the strength of the reaction to the fiber clip that uh, got uploaded to Twitter.com this week. But, you know, salute to all the Jenkins and Jones listeners who are trying to better their health. I do Young and give, old. Young yes. and old. Because some young niggas was like, I'm tapping in. You feel me? I do want to point out, this is how bad the American diet is when it comes to the food we actually should be eating. I mentioned I take five fiber pills four times a day, right? That's my mm-hmm. regimen. That adds up to 28% of the fiber that you're supposed to have in your daily diet. So most of the United, most of the world is not wiping their ass after, or, or doesn't, is it required yeah. to? Right. Because you know, their food's not like all processed. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's, I mean, it makes more sense. You're thinking about, you know, this place is still where the, the you know, it's non-flushable toilets and shit like that. It's like, oh, okay, well, they're just... Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so but we yeah. get fiber from like vegetables, from like nuts, and like is it bread too? Did we get fiber from bread? Like, where, it's like where? a little bit. I, I there's there's actually a lot of fiber in popcorn, which is helpful for me because I'm a huge fan of empty carbohydrates. Uh, <laughs> no, that no, that's actually a healthy snack. Popcorn is yeah. a healthy snack. They tell you to you know what I'm saying if you're trying right. to lose weight, you want a little snack, get some popcorn. Yeah, but like uh, leafy greens, celery, all that kind of shit. Like if it looks yeah, like it's yeah. got fibers in it. It's it's got fiber in it. Okay. <laughs> if it looks no. fibrous, that's <laughs> it's fibrous. Right there we go. Anyway, all right. Um, that's it for this week. We will uh, remember we got the interview episode dropping Saturday with Langston Kerman. Uh, so definitely check that out, and then we will talk to y'all again on Monday. Bye. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.